energy. Culturally explosive. I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> that is basically it. Welcome back, besties. Welcome back, it girls. <laughs> is that Chugi? Is that what we're calling our audience now? I don't know. Is it Chugi? I don't hate it. What did we decide in the last episode? Chugi is as Chugi as... You accept the Chuginess you think oh. you deserve. <laughs> in that case, our audience is now called It Girls. I also think we should clarify in this context, It Girl is a gender neutral term. <laughs> so we have a gender neutral audience collective term. Love it. Now let's go into it and not it for the week. Okay. My it was the Toddy's Burrata. Mm. Couldn't be anything else this week. Nothing tops it. It was honestly creamier than it was pre-lockdown. Like, I think it's had a glow up in lockdown. I bet it has. Maybe the chefs have had a glow up as well. (laughs) (laughs) My it of the week is a very important it. So I am a serial fake tan user. Every Thursday, I fake tan. And usually about every maybe Monday or Tuesday, the scrubbing process starts. And that can honestly take like four hours out of my week because I spread it out over a few nights and it's just like a painful, heinous process that I hate. Now, my it is that I got the pure bronze fake tan removing cream. It didn't smell like bleach like the other ones on the market. And only after five minutes of putting it on, my tan just melted straight off. I'm going to honestly get four hours back in my week. I mean, I'm really happy for you. However, I hate to think what's in that. (laughs) I don't care. (laughs) Actually, it was the only fake tan um, remover I've ever used that didn't leave my skin feeling like sandpaper. So I'm here for a pure bronze. You're my gal. Now, not yet. Very good. Now, what's your not it for the week? Well, my not it. We lost (laughs) a family member this week. Oh, our dear Sushi, the goldfish, um, he passed on. He's been unwell for a little while and mm. we finally had to farewell him down the toilet, which was devastating. R.I.P. However, you know, he went out with a lot of love. Mm. We surrounded him with all of his favorite things. He had truffle oil. He had JS Health Detox and Deep Bloat. Love it. He had OPI mimosas for Mr. and Mrs. Mm. And we played him WAP in his final moments. Which was my suggestion, may I add. It was really beautiful. Look, it didn't cure him as you thought it would. I thought it would. I'm sure, you know, it was, it made it all the more painless for his passing. I reckon like he was a wet ass fish. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, bless. Look, I was actually there when Sushi was born. Um, I'm Sushi's (laughs) godmother and I carried him home from the pet barn double bay to your house on my lap. Um, I was really upset with this news. However, On the back of that, my not it of the week is I was really excited about my dinner on, when was it? Tuesday Tuesday night, which was a salmon with, what did I have? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to remember what I had. Oh yeah, it was like a crispy salmon um, dish with mashed sweet potato and 
beat. It was, it's bloody fantastic. <laughs> However, five minutes before I played it up, Ellie FaceTimes me and shows me her dying goldfish and it ruined there. my dinner. <laughs> she just wanted you to be there for this funeral. I know, but I didn't need to see your dying goldfish with its eyes popping out of its head. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> two seconds before I ate my salmon, which I was excited about all day. Anyway, so that was my not it. Um, but also RIP Sushi was a Scandi chic, fabulous he fish. beautiful. We loved him. He had three very good mothers. You looked after him. You gave him the world. A very small world, but you gave him the world. <laughs> so what are we going to talk about today? What clusterfuck <laughs> are we going to talk about today? Well... We thought it would be super off-brand if we didn't touch on the most recent Kardashian headlines, <laughs> which is, of course, Courtney's engagement. Bless. So, Em, what are your thoughts on the beautiful couple? My initial thoughts are very niche because I'm all for gal power and Scott's treated Courtney like crap over the years. <laughs> He's a skinny, white, toxic, evil man who I love. <laughs> Very, very much. <laughs> and my initial thoughts were just, has anyone checked on Scott? <laughs> and then literally five minutes after, Seventeen Magazine put out an article saying Scott is out of control. And I was like, I knew it. <laughs> He's not like, I'm, I'm here for Courtney and Travis. I'm here for their happiness, but I just hope he's okay. I mean, I think we'll get into this a little bit later but I think he's probably doing fine I for one feel like Courtney seems the happiest that mm. she's ever seen and we love I feel like Travis has really brought out like a new hot girl side of Courtney her Instagram has been very sexy ever since he has been on the cards and you know they've made out in public many a time mm. um lots of pda on yachts the snl couch the mtv bathroom yeah they're clearly very um happy together and in love um, yeah she's definitely got that like post not that she broke up with scott recently but she's got that i don't give a fuck about the toxic men in my life anymore glow up yeah it's fantastic i'm here for a I just have a weak spot for Scott Disick and I just, I don't know, I can just imagine, you know, he, all these years they've played tag and they've like tried to keep up with each other's, you know, really charady relationships and it's all over. The games are over. I mean, Kardashians have married before and divorced before and, true. you know, Scott is her baby daddy. So, you know, they're always going to be in each other's lives. It might not be over forever but that's true actually that's that's a nice thing for you to no, say I mean I I hope that she doesn't go back to Scott for her sake can you just keep my dream but, alive please but you know men can change I guess but you know he has well and truly kept himself entertained oh, over yes. the years I mean his girlfriends just keep getting younger and younger like I'm scared to see who he goes after next yeah look Scott definitely has been a busy boy in the last, like, what, six years since yeah. they broke up. We've had Bella Thorne, mm -hmm. chaotic energy, live for it. Mm -hmm. Then we went into, you know, a much more understated and classy Sophia Ritchie, who I'm actually obsessed with her. She has the best style in the world and just, like, a perfect face. Goals. She's gorgeous. 
And then we move on to Amelia Hanlon, who's 18 years old. <laughs> and to put in perspective, we're 25. Like, I can't imagine. And how old is he now? He's 38. Yeah, nah, it's a bit ick. 20. Imagine your 19-year-old daughter is dating someone 20 years older than Yeah, him. it's a bit of an ick. Like, I found it so hilarious. Um, for anyone who doesn't know, Amelia Hanlon is the daughter of one of the real housewives of Beverly Hills, oh, yeah. Lisa Rinai. And she was very public about her disapproval of (laughs) Amelia dating Scott, like all over social media, which I just thought was hilarious. And when they broke up, she was like commenting smiley faces on all the headlines on Instagram. Was she? I missed all that. That's so funny. It was hilarious. So yeah, Scott's been a busy boy. Look, I don't endorse his behavior, but you know, the heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah. Courtney, on the other hand, has been pretty quiet, her dating life over the last few years pre-Travis. Yeah, there was Eunice Benjima. Yeah. Who was younger. Younger. That was her little boy toy. Maybe she took a page out of Scott's book. Yeah, I think that was definitely when the charading started. Yeah. Between the two of them. And there were those Justin Bieber rumors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they've been quashed, those ones. When they first broke up. but Niche. Other than that, it's really only been Travis and they've been together for like a year. Yeah. And I think since this relationship started, Courtney, I mean, she just keeps getting younger and younger. Like if you look at a photo of her when she's 20 and a photo of her now, she looks like she's like half the age. Yeah. It's literally all the Kardashians, they basically reverse age in correlation with their income. I agree. (laughs) It's a good call out to all the girls in the world. You're not ugly. You're just poor. Yeah. (laughs) I think though, this has been Courtney's year. Like dare I say it. I think 2021 Mm. Courtney became the hottest Kardashian. And also out of the three, maybe not out of Kendall. Yeah, I, I agree. I think she's had a massive glow up and I think a lot of that has to do with this boyfriend. She's in love she hangs out with younger people Mm -hmm. and I just think she's yeah looking good I also think he's obviously very obsessed with her and I feel like if you've got a hype man hyping you up all the time you start to think that you're like the hottest thing ever yeah there's nothing that wears a woman down more than a a toxic boyfriend that is wearing her down behind closed doors that's for sure Something that I want to flag with this concept of these like super public relationships as these ones are. I mean, we're sitting in, you know, Edgecliff, New South Wales. We don't know, you know, whether they're in love or not. And I'm not here to comment on that because we will never know. We don't, we're not, we don't know them. However, I feel like it's very common, especially within this new LA sort of situation chippy existence where People essentially build a brand around their selves and their relationships. How much of that is a brand and how much of that is real? Mm. If you look at Courtney on her own, the Keeping Up With The Kardashians, which has run for like, what, 18 years, mm. is over. They're all pivoting to social media to keep themselves relevant. And they don't have the, you know, regular scheduling of a TV show to run a season and control the narrative of their life. So all they have now Mm. which is not all they have. It's a very, very powerful tool is Instagram and TikTok and the likes of that. Now, I'm not sure. And we, we're going to talk about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly as well, because they play into this phenomenon mm. of this 
chaotic foursome. I'm not sure how much of it is for the benefit of the brand and how much of it is actually the way they would act. Again, I don't know if they're, it could be the way they act, but it feels like the second the cameras are around, the hand goes on the bum, the tongue goes mm. down the throat and the weird like chat starts rolling. I mean, I agree with you in the sense, I think their relationship is probably genuine. Mm-hmm. Um, however, it is bizarre. Like when do you ever see a couple that's so PDA 24 seven, every single time they're packed, they're like, very sexually hooking up somewhere. Yeah. Like if that was anyone else, you'd be like, get me a bucket. But because it's Courtney and Travis Barker, it's like, wow, that's really hot. But think about it in person. Like it's a moment that's a hot photo. Horrendous. Horrendous. (laughs) However, I will say I love Courtney's reclaimed hot girl energy. I think she's just taken the MILF card and played it very very hard and Mm. you know you've got to admire that we we love it we love to see it I love it as well because she's becoming like such a sex symbol but she's becoming a sex symbol in her 40s Mm. which is fantastic Mm -hmm. the narrative of women you know like you're hot in your 20s and then you get swapped out all of that Courtney's like fuck that and Mm. I love it and she's like probably the hottest out of all of them Mm -hmm. now 40 is the new 20 it is. And what are we? 20 is the new. <laughs> 20 is just still 20, I think. Yeah. So, okay. I feel like at the moment, Courtney and Travis have basically become synonymous with their little besties, Megan and Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. The awesome foursome. The awesome chaotic foursome. <laughs> so we have this newfound little friendship group that's just popped up kind of absolutely out of nowhere um for context travis barker collabs a lot with machine gun kelly on his music he drums for him a lot and they are kind of considered besties so Mm -hmm. everyone's just assumed that is how megan and courtney have met and now they have just been together everywhere yeah And you've got two of the hottest women in the world and then two of the scariest looking men I've ever seen in my life. I can't. I think it's actually rare that you see a super hot girl with a super hot man. I don't know. It's a theory of mine. Maybe it's like a complex. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. So Megan, I don't know if I should call her Megan or Megan. I'm going to say Megan because I think Megan's quite American. Um, I don't know what Machine Gun Kelly's first name is, but (laughs) let's just go with Machine (laughs) for efficiency's sake. I'm Colson Baker. Is that your real name? Let's just call it Machine. Nice name. Um, so Megan and Machine are, in my view, the most memeable couple on the internet right now. It's hilarious. I, I can't. can't stop watching clips of them, interviews of them together. We're like dark kindred spirits. <laughs> the one that I actually don't think I can say it on this podcast, but the one clip of them at the MTV Awards. He was like, you're going to be naked tonight. And I was like, whatever you say, daddy, whatever daddy says. Are you proud of him? Very proud. They're just so on another level with each other. Like, I don't know if they're, they're just so like passionately obsessed with each other and they take it too another level there's so many 
hilarious little sound bites of mm. things that they said to each other. You said to me, You smell like weed. And I said, I am weed. And then you vanished. He's the most talented boy in the world. He's not allowed to have other hoes in his music video. <laughs> it's the queen or no one. From the VMAs or their GQ interview or whatever, it's just become one of my favorite things. Can we talk about that GQ interview for a second? Yes. Like, we can. He said, the first time we kissed, we, we didn't touch lips. We just breathed in each other. Our first date, we breathed each other. That was all we did. <laughs> they talk about how they feel like they are each other's soulmates and they're like kindred spirits that have found each other. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting because they also reference this moment years ago where they met each other initially at some party somewhere. And they say, they talk about how they couldn't see each other's faces like it was just because it was so dark in the party so they, the first time yeah. they met it was a very brief meeting they didn't see each other's faces and they talk about how they think that their spirits did that on purpose because it wasn't their time to meet yet was it just a really like was it a masquerade or it's just a dark room what type of party was this i don't know some celebrities like party i reckon it was a funny kind of party <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to a party that is so dark you can't see someone's <laughs> face. I don't know about that one, but I think that they are a lot. I can't, I find it so memeable. I can't deal with it. When things are like that extreme, it's like hyperbole to me. I'm like, is this a caricature of a relationship or is this actually how they are? Mm. I think it's interesting looking at it in parallel with what we were just saying about Courtney and Travis, how they are all over each other and for them it's all about the PDA. Mm -hmm. Megan and Machine have that <laughs> PDA too. Like they're all over each other all the time, but they also it's like the physical PDA and this like verbal PDA that no one, I guarantee no one wants to hear. Yeah. Other than like we find it hilarious, but <laughs> <laughs> Other than Machine and Megan, nobody asked for it. Nobody asked. So we've got Machine and Megan. We've got Courtney and Travis Barker. Just setting the scene here for everyone. Now you've got Courtney and Megan's new friendship that has also appeared as a very strong co-branding activity on the internet <laughs> as of the last four months. Yeah, I think it's interesting because we know that Machine and Travis are good friends. So it makes sense that Courtney and Megan would be hanging out and would on some level be friends. However, this has been blasted everywhere. Yeah. I feel like they popped up at the VMAs and did their little award together and their speech about their future baby daddies. I'm a huge fan of this next performer. I've watched him grow and not just as an artist, but also as a person. I'm a fan too, and I think his drummer is super hot. New York, I need you to get extra loud for our future baby daddies, Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker. That was gross as well. <laughs> and Courtney just kind of looked at the floor because she's already got three children. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had that Twilight-themed Skims photo shoot. Which, if you look at at Emily Casson on Instagram, Ellie and I have done a re-envisioned version of that. Ours was clearly way hotter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that photo shoot was honestly wild. It was kind of like cementing. It was like they dropped these little seeds with the MTV Awards, Mm. them kind of dancing to the boys doing their set at the awards Mm. and just like a few other social media sort of drops. And then this kind of cemented, we are here and we are the hot, like almost bag concept. Like Mm. we are the women of these rock stars Mm -hmm. and we are also best friends and we're all very sexual in every way possible. Mm -hmm. The photo shoot, if you haven't seen it, I'm sure everyone that's listening to this episode has, but it's Megan and Courtney feeding each other like red fruit. (laughs) Yeah. And it's really, they haven't edited, they've obviously airbrushed them and they look great. But they've like whitewashed it almost. They made it look pale. I don't know. Yeah. It's like their brand now to look like their boyfriends. I, don't know. <laughs> I, know. I know. That's why they went for the vampire vibe. Me sitting here just like scrubbing off the town I've been working on for years to like try and keep up with the Kardashians. Um, but yeah, no, it was wild. And what I find really interesting about this whole what I call like situation friendships is. It just, it all seems too convenient that the timing and the lifetime of these friendships, they could be friendships for years, but there's a lifetime of them on social media. You know, what Kim used to say in the early days of like break the internet. And it seems like after a certain amount of months pass, it stops. They Mm. could still be having fantastic little dinner parties in their mansions in LA, but they they do this like really hard launch Mm -hmm. and then... It disappears, which kind of makes me think, I wonder if there are like friendship contracts. I think they definitely exist. And I think we have seen, especially with Courtney, a bit of a revolving door of Mm -hmm. besties of late. Yeah. And they all have sort of a similar lifetime of four months. I wouldn't say six. Six is way too long. Mm. I would say four months. It was only probably maybe six months ago that Courtney sort of hard launched her friendship with Addison Ray, who we mm-hmm. have spoken about in the first episode. Um, she's probably 19 years old, 19 or 20, mm. and she is a really famous TikToker. It's very strange that a 42-year-old woman mm-hmm. would be best friends with a 19, 20-year-old. It seems like age doesn't matter in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're famous, you're famous. And that in itself caused a lot of like a big splash because people were like, why is this 40 year old woman hanging out with 20 year old? Mm -hmm. And then there was Addison appeared in the Kardashians for an episode Mm -hmm. for that final season. They did constant TikToks together about being best friends. Mm -hmm. They did those YouTube follow us around for a day while we work out at home and eat Mm -hmm. our avo. What was it that weird avo pudding? And then (laughs) the whole internet starts making their avo pudding on TikTok. It all seems like it had that, you know, really polarizing four or five months of content and then Addison disappears and in come Megan Fox Mm. I don't know to me I reckon there's like some paperwork going on (laughs) I think it's interesting though because with Addison Ray, it definitely seemed like Courtney had latched on to someone that was super relevant of the moment and I definitely think given the amount of content that came out and Courtney was also in Addison's movie on Netflix. I think it would have had to have been very planned out moments and appearances for them together. So I definitely think there was something, Mm. I don't know whether to say shady because they could have actually been friends, but there was definitely some money in that friendship. Just like mutually beneficial friendships. It's like you can still be friends with someone and have a mutually beneficial 
friendship, but mm. they're also leveraging off each other's assets. And for Courtney, it's leveraging off this new younger audience of Gen Z mm. TikTokers, which she wouldn't have had access to mm. because they haven't grown up with the Kardashians in the same way we have. Mm. And for Addison, it's like the clout of being friends with one of the most famous people in the world. Mm-hmm. So probably more beneficial for Addison than Courtney. But at the same time, it's helped Courtney lean into a much younger audience mm-hmm. and it's prepped her well for this big, you know, new sexy brand <laughs> that she has reinvented herself in. But what I think is interesting is I don't know what Courtney is really gaining from Megan Fox because I would have said that their audiences at the moment are quite similar Mm. so I don't know if it's just they're both super hot and she benefits from having a hot person like in her content I would say Megan Fox probably benefits more because to me Megan Fox when I think of her she has always been sort of superstar level of famous Mm pre-influencer tiktokers like she was a I wouldn't call her a movie star, but she made appearances. But she was in that sort of old Y2K, 90s, you know, movie, like really hot people in cinema. Mm -hmm. I obviously know who she is. Everyone knows who she is. I don't really know much about her. Like people haven't followed Megan Fox's Mm -hmm. life. She's just been this international sex symbol. Mm -hmm. And for her, this is a huge pivot into that sort of influencer scene. Definitely. And I think what's interesting is... She doesn't really seem to be doing a whole lot at the moment. I think I think she met Machine on the set of a movie, but I don't think it's a big movie. I can't even remember what it's called. But other than that, she's not doing anything at the moment. She hasn't really been doing anything for the last decade or so. Yeah. But if you look at, at a quick little sneaky look at the Google Trends results for like Megan Fox as a search term Ah. and her search volume at the moment is the highest peak it's been since 2012 interesting so like she just has been off everyone's radar for almost a decade and now suddenly what did she she do in 2012 she was in a movie I think she was in um one of that that Sasha Baron Cohen movie okay so since you know, a 2012 makes sense. Sasha Baron Cohen movie, which would cause a bit of a splashback then. This year is her highest spike in popularity as of Google searches. Yeah, people searching. I'm not surprised because she has aligned herself with some of the most spoken about individuals of the moment right now. Mm -hmm. And this is what I mean. it's It's not about what they benefit in terms of, like social status anymore it's it's literally like how you they can help their algorithms i think it's going to be really interesting to see where their friendship goes from here because we've already had a couple of big pr moments so i think it'll be interesting to see what continues to come out between the two of them Mm -hmm. can't wait to see where megan and machine are in the wedding do you think they're going to be maid of honor and (laughs) (laughs) the vampire couple (laughs) The kindred spirits. (laughs) I honestly hope to see Machine there. I also am dying every time you say Machine. I don't know why. It just makes me die. I definitely think we need to watch this space with this friendship Mm. because my hypothesis is four months. The time is ticking. We'll stop hearing about it. So what are we now? October. Everyone set your alarms for February 2022. Mm -hmm. Let's see if Megan and court are still friends 
So I think that's really all the content and hot takes we had planned for this topic. Well, to wrap it up, gal, I just wanted to say you are the most talented gal in the world. Thank you. No worries. I think the same of you. Oh, it's really nice, actually. Very nice. Um, I think that might be basically it. I think that's basically it. Love it. 